Back to the Leba Business Hour on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. This segment sponsored by Integrated Behavioral Health Services. Welcome back to the Leba Business Hour. This segment is sponsored by Integrated Behavioral Health Services, building a stronger, healthier community through advocacy, inclusion, perseverance, unity, and compassion. Learn more at ibhealthservices.com. All right, this second segment, I am excited to have Brandy Johnson from Black Hills Energy with us. Brandy and I have known each other a long time, and we've done a lot of work together over the years, so I'm excited to like have a one-on-one. Brandy, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, bud. Good morning. Oh, good morning. It's so good to have you, and I'm excited um, to, to bring you on to talk about Black Hills Energy because um, I, I think most people probably don't know everything that you guys are involved in. So why don't we just start with the easiest question for you to answer is kind of give us some background of Black Hills Energy and all that you offer here in our community, in our state. Yeah, you bet. So, um, and I'll take a break for 15 minutes while you answer that question. The okay, yeah, be have some coffee. Okay. I'll cover the rest of it. <laughs> uh, I probably could cover it in that amount of time or, you know, less, but, uh, yeah, so that's a great question, right? Um, so, you know, like a lot of folks, uh, before I came to work for Black Hills, uh, I just mostly knew that I paid a bill monthly. <laughs> you sent him a check once a month. My or... house was warm yeah. and my water was hot. So thank you. Uh, but there's so much to it. Right. And so, um, you know, we know it as Black Hills Energy here in Nebraska, but the company began in South Dakota. Um, that's where our headquarters are. That's Hence where our the Black are. Hills, Rapid City, yep. right? Nailed it, right. So our corporate office is there. Um, I've actually been to your corporate office. Ooh. Have I told you that? You have not. When I lived in South Dakota, I lived in Spearfish, and I was the athletic director at Black Hills State University, Go Jackets. And uh, we actually did a lot of, I mean, Black Hills is a great corporate citizen, which we'll get into later. Yep. But like we were in there once or twice a year meeting with the the big dogs up in in Rapids, so there you go. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm glad you've See, been there. It's crazy a things. Beautiful that... part of the country. Oh my god, love it. Yeah. So uh, in 2008, Black Hills Energy bought Aquila, which is how they came to Nebraska. And so, uh-huh. yep. So that happened in 2008, and that's how we know Black Hills Energy today. And the company's just continued to grow since then. So here in Lincoln, Black Hills provides. Natural gas. So, Natural gas. Yep. So we keep houses warm and keep the water hot and keep the delicious food coming for a lot of restaurants. Those and, gas stoves. Yep. All over, <laughs> right? That's what chefs prefer. Uh, so so yeah. in, and in other parts of the country, Black Hills provides other sources of energy, right? Like, yep, did, that's true. They so, do electricity yeah, up in South Dakota, started. is that right? Okay. Yep. Started out as a, an electric utility, you know, bringing power to the miners and... Um, so yeah, so we've got electric utilities in South Dakota and Wyoming and of course, and, uh, and also in Colorado. Excellent. So, um, everybody, like you said, what you knew about Black Hills was, Hey, I pay a bill every month and my house stays warm and my stove works and I got hot water. Um, so explain to people kind of how natural gas fits into their day-to-day lives. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, like a lot of utilities, you don't really think think about it, right? Like it's just there when you need it. You flip a light switch, you... The light comes on, that's always a good thing. Yep. Stream a movie, whatever the case may be, it's all there. And um, and so, yeah, so we provide that service, right? So furnaces, water heaters, stoves, 
fireplaces. Like I turned oh, on mine this morning. Oh, that's right. Fireplaces. I forgot about yep. fireplaces. And then some lucky people also have it for grills. So they never run out of propane because they've got a natural gas grill. So it's always there. Your steak's going to get fully cooked. So when we first moved to Nebraska, when I was in the fifth grade, 40 plus years ago, we had a grill in our backyard and it was like, what's this? We moved here from Wyoming. I'm like, what the heck is this? And they're like, oh, that's the gas grill. And we just turn on the button and the gas comes and we light it and we can grill our steaks. And so I was like, wow, that's kind of, kind of wild. Now, do a lot of people still have those? They Um, seem to be popular back in the early eighties or mid eighties, whenever that was, but I don't know if I see as many of that now. I think we see some more in like the higher end backyards, right? So you're going to want your fire pit. Yep. So you're going to add the fire pit and why not add the connection to your grill while you're at it, your outdoor kitchen. That's awesome. So, um, so you, you talked about heating, we talked about cooking a little bit, but also the, I think the hot water one is one that people probably don't make that connection between black hills like when they turn on the shower i'm pretty sure they don't say thank you black hills energy for a, a nice warm shower this morning well well i do but you're right <laughs> you of course do. <laughs> <laughs> you're right that's probably when people don't quite make the connection to but certainly it's when you can see the flame right so mm-hmm. you know flipping on that fireplace especially yes. when we've got colder mornings and uh terrible weather like we had for most of january oh my gosh that was crazy yeah apparently we had four named storms so it felt like the weather just kept coming yeah in the temperature like it, we just couldn't get a break it was like when it got to three we were like Woo-hoo! It's a, oh my goodness yeah so talk about so i'm guessing this is a high is this kind of the height of when people are consuming natural gas like talk about kind of the the annual yeah. ups and downs of when people are consuming natural yeah, gas well not today uh because we've got, you know, more mild weather, but my furnace was still running this morning as it gets cool. Um, So yeah, certainly the winter heating season, right? So here in Nebraska, that's when we're using the most gas um, for heating our homes. But, you know, actually we've seen some shifts over the last few years as more electricity uh, nationally is generated with electricity or with natural gas. So seeing peaks in the... um, you know, more throughout the year, including in the summer. Um, and then I saw a stat that, uh, you know, those storms, they were not just here, right? Like they were pretty widespread. They were almost countrywide. Yeah. It felt like. Yeah. And it was cold, like 40 below with the wind chill. It was, it was cold and it felt like it lasted forever. And, um, we did, we weren't just, you know, feeling it when our furnaces kicked on and ran Mm -hmm. nonstop. Uh, but we did hit, according to the American Gas Association, a new peak uh, for natural gas consumption with that storm. Really? Was that like a new peak over a period of time or was that like on a certain day or was it like over the course of a week or how did that work? Yeah, I don't know the time frame that they okay. attribute it to, but they said that we oh. had hit a new peak. And so um, we, we used a lot of energy to stay warm <laughs> over those days. So how in the world are you guys able to deliver natural gas all across Lincoln? And, and you're you're pretty much statewide at this point too, right? For yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, we serve, um, you know, over 300 communities from border to border. So, yep, the whole state. So how is your system, like, it, it's amazing to me when we talk about energy, whether it's electric, gas, whatever, like how you're able to deliver that. Yeah. And, and it's like, 
How does that happen? Like, how do we get natural gas to our house? Yeah, well, thank you for asking me that because as I was, you know, thinking about coming here today and the work that I get to do for Black Hills, right, talking, typing, that's my forte, not turning a wrench um, or doing the math with our engineering team or or all of the people that really, you know, make it possible, right? Um, so, yeah, so we take gas from suppliers, interstate pipeline companies that bring it up from different production areas, um, and then our job as a local distribution company is to distribute that gas. So we, you know, push it out through um, underground piping and some above ground things uh, to home. Is that how businesses. it gets to Nebraska? Through yeah. pipelines and all that kind of stuff? Yep. It's, okay. Yep. So it's not like the gas that we get in our cars that no. they have the tanker truck that pulls up and Mark Whitehead opens up the cash register. I mean, fuel tanks and <laughs> they fill it up and then it goes like that, right? Uh, well, kind of. So we actually do deliver compressed natural gas. And uh -huh. so sometimes natural gas can be trucked um, to okay. places where there's not a pipeline system, right? Okay. Or, or um, you know, renewable natural gas is that becomes more common uh, and is being produced that, you know, landfills and other places. Um, sometimes that gets compressed and then trucked um, on those trucks to a place where they can inject it into the pipeline system. And there's vehicles that run on compressed natural gas. So our red trolleys that run around town here in Lincoln, okay. uh, several of the StarTran buses. Um, oh, wow. Eurebi's running several uh, garbage trucks or refuse trucks that are running on CNG. And Really? Yeah. And they do it because it's incredibly clean when it burns. And so the emissions from a CNG heavy-duty vehicle mm -hmm. are just minimal when you compare it to what, you know, what those diesel trucks are running. Wow. That's amazing. Okay. So I mentioned this earlier and, and I think it's important to talk about because you guys are a very, very, very strong corporate citizen. Yeah. Talk about why that's in, let's start off. Just talk about why that's important uh, to Black Hills Energy to be so strong in the community. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's part of our legacy, right? And so it comes from the top um, as, you know, we're heavily committed in one way across the whole country the whole company to United Way. And so we've been um, longtime United Way supporters across our footprint um, and, and of course here in Lincoln. But then, you know, it extends beyond that, right? It's the volunteering. It's the um, giving back in so many ways. We have a foundation that we are super fortunate to have um, that funds, you know, we funded projects and parks and community projects all over the state um, and here in Lincoln too. That's phenomenal. And so talk about, because I think it's important to mention this, like th that's a corporate culture thing. When, when, when you guys have the foundation, encouraging volunteerism, doing all these kind of things, being active with United Way across your entire footprint across the company, talk about like the culture that drives that, because I think that's important for people to, to hear about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I think that's really important, right? Um, and, and you can't really be voluntold to care about your community. That usually right? happens when you don't show up at a board meeting and you get voluntold that you have to do something, right? That's true. <laughs> That's true. Um, but yeah, it, it's really part of the fabric, right? So, you know, everybody at all levels is giving back, but then also we come alongside people about causes that they care about too, right? So if we have somebody that's serving on a board here in the community, we want to make sure we're supporting that organization. We have somebody that's, you know, donating their time. Um, we have a group of 
uh, people in our office who have been delivering Meals on Wheels um, for the last year with Tabitha. And that was not something that, you know, community affairs or corporate citizenship said, you should go do this. Everybody sign up. Somebody just said, hey, I want to do this. They came to me and they're like, hey, Brandy, we want to do this thing with Tabitha and deliver Meals on Wheels. I'm like, that's awesome. Can I sign up? Oh, sorry. It's all full. (laughs) Uh, But but that's cool, though. Like, Mm -hmm. it's cool when uh, a company encourages a culture where uh, their employees can say, I want to do X or I want to do Y or uh, whatever it might be. Because when it comes from them, like you said, instead of being voluntold, like, we're all going to go pick up trash on O street tomorrow. Like that's a little different than, Hey, I want to do this. I'd like to do this. And I've got a bunch of my friends. And when it starts that way, I think you also see, um, if it matters to one of your coworkers that you care about, then you're probably going to do it to help them at least and, and get engaged that way. Yeah. Yeah. And I also think, you know, over the years, um, I've learned too, that it's also because, the work we do can be so personal, right? So, you know, our team is in people's homes. They're seeing, um, you know, firsthand uh, what it's like if somebody's struggling to pay their bill that month. Yeah. Um, and so they want to help and they want to give back because they care. That's awesome. And um, so what are some of the other organizations that yeah. you guys support? I mean, okay, first of all, I'll just fully disclose you guys are awesome supporters of Liba. We yeah. appreciate that. But like, um, but you talked about Meals on Wheels. What are some of the other community organizations that that you guys, or you see your employees really enjoy being a part of? Yeah, well, there's a ton. Um, one time I pulled every logo from all the organizations we supported to put on a slide. And you had a... It was so you many. You had how many slides? So many. Because like, <laughs> it wasn't so a many. slide. It yeah. would be... Yeah, and, and it's truly a legacy, right? Mm-hmm. I've um, at one point I asked Junior Achievement, I said, how long have we been supporting Junior Achievement here in Lincoln? Because I know several retirees um, who've supported it over the years. And I, I asked the question and they couldn't tell me because it's gone back so far. That's um, awesome. So I'm a huge, I'm glad to hear you say that. I'm a huge JA fan, advocate, Tony, if you're listening, you can confirm. But um, but I love to be able to be there in there with the students. And it, it's fun because I do most of the grades at cathedral school because that's where my daughter goes and i've been with this is now like my fourth year with my daughter's class so each year they keep asking me back and then the teachers that i had the previous year like hey you could come back to my class this year so now basically from kindergarten to sixth grade i'm all over the place same but it's for me when i was and i went to that school 40 years ago so 40 years ago i was a sixth grader at cathedral and my daughter's now a sixth grader like we didn't have J. No. And one of the fun evolutions that I've watched at Cathedral is when I was there, there might have been ten parents that owned their own business back in the early mid eighties, forty years ago. So do the math. But now I would say there's probably at least five to seven to ten in each grade that have a parent. So that entrepreneurship and being able to encourage that and letting kids talk about ideas and like letting them dive into those ideas is just awesome. So thank you for being in this. This wasn't supposed to be a JA segment, but <laughs> I'm, I, I just think it's though. awesome, but it's, yeah. it's a great, and it's great for our community to have oh, yeah. kids thinking about it. So. Yeah. I love it. I've taught my kids too. I've, you know, kindergarten and going, I just got my 
connection yesterday for my son's fifth grade class. And so it's great. I love it. We've got a lot of folks that have done that for a long time. And, um, and that's just, you know, one of them. But one thing I do want to touch on before we run out of time is our partnership with the Salvation Army. Oh, yes. So that's one way that, um, you know, anybody listening can come alongside us. Uh, we help fund their heat share program. And so we have. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. We are. Awesome program. We take donations uh, for that through our Black Hills Cares program and match them. So you can double your impact if you just add that dollar or two to your bill. So you can just add that onto your. I want to make yeah. sure we, we, we really dive that and, yeah. and emphasize that. So if you want to give an extra buck or five bucks or 10 bucks a month. Um, whatever you give, Black Hills is going to match that. That's right. That's going to go help people with the Salvation Army with their their heating program. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, we had one gentleman who um, who actually left $30,000 to the program several years ago, and we matched that. Like in his estate type thing? Yep, sure wow, did. Wow, that's and awesome. So, yeah, that's just one way that, you know, you can come alongside us, and that, that all goes to the Salvation Army to help people. That's one bills. thing I, I love about our community is... Uh, it, it really comes back, comes together and brings everybody together. So, okay, Brandy, we got okay. about a minute left. All right. So what did we not cover? I don't oh, think I goodness. even asked you any of the questions that I told <laughs> you I was going to ask you. What, what, what do you want everybody to know about Black Hills Energy as we wrap up the session? Yeah, you know, I, I think we covered a lot, right? Um, I guess one thing we didn't talk about that I would share is follow us on social. So, um, as we've had winter and terrible cold weather, we have pushed out a ton of really informational, helpful videos with our team ready um, to help people understand how they can be more efficient and use less energy. It's like this whole sort of Mike and Maria. They'll just show you what to do. Oh, fun. It's great. Awesome. So uh, check out Black Hills Energy on social media. Uh, check out those videos, kind of help be more efficient this winter. I know we all want to stay warm and, yeah. and we want our bill to be as low as possible. So we want to be as warm as possible and pay as little as possible. Right. So, True. uh, Brandy, thanks again for all you do and all the black Hills energy does for our community, uh, for Liba, everyone in the, in this town. We really appreciate that. And thanks for coming on the show. Really good to be here. Thank you very much. We'll be back after this on 93, seven, the ticket.